Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Dr. Rush joins us on a weekly basis, and uh, Chuck, always good to have you back on, man. I mean, coming off this Saints loss, I, I got to start with what did you expect and did you get more of what you expected or less than what you expected with Desmond Ritter and this offense? We talked a lot about it last week. I thought you got what – I mean, I thought what I saw is what I expected. I thought I would see a rookie who's never played in, a, in an NFL, had an NFL start. I thought I saw an offense that was going to have to run the ball to have a chance, which the Falcons did. We discussed that. But I think most importantly is the Falcons showed a little bit of what, what they have to do to even have a chance to win. Got to be able to run the ball with effectiveness. And, you know, Desmond Ritter, when you get a, he's a rookie. And I know the hopes for Atlanta fans were high that he'd come in and do something special. But what we're, are, are we kidding ourselves? Where are weapons at? You know, where are weapons at? You got Patterson, Algier, who's a runner. Then you got London, but outside of that, was there another receiver in the game? I mean, all I saw was London. It, it was, but for a rookie to have his first start, let's, he didn't have all of the kind of pieces you need to really, truly have a successful start. Chuck, when you look at Desmond Ritter, do you feel honestly that four games is enough to evaluate what you have with him? I'll say – Mark, I'll say I think so. And the reason why, because he got to see what playoff football was last week. The Saints were playing for their lives. Mm. He got to see at a high speed. And some of the things that I saw that affected him was because he wasn't ready for that speed of the game. Like the one throw he did on the sideline, he just kind of loafed it out there. Man, you got to gun that thing. You know, and they got that uh, interception. But I think they called it back. But I think so, Mark, because you got games that matter. You're going on the – you went on the road. Let's see how you react again. You're going on the road again. So I think it, it gives you a lot. It says a lot. But, again, Mark, it's hard for me to truly say that when this offense is still flawed. Pitts is not there. You're challenged when it comes to protection. You got a good running game. But, so you know, the jury is still out because he does not have a complete set of playmakers to enhance him from an offensive standpoint. Chuck, I'm looking back at the last three weeks, okay? No, I won't go back till week one. I'm just just yeah. these last three weeks, right? And I'm going. The defense holds the opponent to 19, 19, and twenty-one points. As much as we've talked about what this defense isn't and the personnel, they're doing their job. Like you know, if you hold a team, Chuck, under twenty points, right? I mean, you, you you're doing your job. <laughs> you, you're supposed to win in this league, and I just point that out to say. As yeah. much crap as we've talked about the defense and Dean Pease, and we'll ask Coach today at 5 o'clock how Coach is doing, by the way. Uh, Coach Arthur Smith joins us at 5 o'clock. A- am I wrong on this? They've taken a big jump from last year to this year. No, you're not wrong because as a former player, if you hold someone under 20 points, you're like, woo, you're celebrating. 
I mean, I'm telling you, you're celebrating. And think about it from this standpoint. And your offense is barely giving you 200 yards passing. Mm. And this last game, what, less than 50 yards passing in that first half? And I think, think about what Dean Pease has really done also, which shows how good he is. They got guys out there we barely know. They're rotating guys on the defensive line. And they had a number 90 out there. I was like, okay, because I'm going to notice my number. Who is he? He did stretch out that 90 pretty big, though, but that's a whole other story. He's a big man. <laughs> but you got to give the defense a lot of credit. And seeing what they've been doing, they've been limited with the sacks. But know what they do? They play good team ball. They give great effort. I think Anderson has added a lot to it. I think those guys, I think also Anderson, the, the, D, the down guy, Abdullah, he's doing a good job. Mm. So when you think of some of the guys they put in there, you know, Rashad Evans, to me, he's playing as good as anybody around the league right now, but he's never going to get the credit because you're on the team that no one talks about. So I, I definitely think the defense has exceeded my expectations as a whole unit. Chuck Smith here on Dukes and Bell Sports Radio, 929 The Game. Speaking of evaluating, Chuck, you know, when you spend 15 weeks of a regular season complaining about quarterbacks and who should be under center, you seem to forget about a lot of other guys that should be evaluated, like Arnold Evicati, a second-round pick, D'Angelo Malone, a third-round yeah. pick. You know, I mean, these guys, these are, these are pieces, fundamental draft pick pieces that were supposed to help sort of grow this defense. We've got a plenty of a sample size to see what those guys have done. How do you evaluate yeah. them so far? Well, I look at Malone. He hasn't gotten as many reps as I'd like to see when it comes to pass rush. I know he was splitting up with Ogundeji, uh, Evacati, and uh, Lorenzo Carter. And I think, you know, I've seen some flashes. Evacati started fast. I know he got a little nicked up down the end. He's kind of, you know, been trying to get back into it. I think there's a nucleus there. I do. But I would like to have seen a, a little more from him at this point because what you're starting to see, Mark, is you're seeing some rookies around the league now that are taking that next step. Drake Jackson out there in San Francisco, James Houston at, um, up there in Detroit. You know, some of those guys that are stepping up that are rookies that are impacting their teams. I think they do have a foundation. Troy Anderson, I think he's good. He's got a bright future. But right now, I can't say right now, hey, next year we're going to have a killer rush because right now those guys, they've just been guys at, at this point. Chuck, follow up with that. If they have foundational pieces, I ask you to put your GM hat on. And, and I'm telling you in the first round you're going to draft defense. Do you want a defensive lineman? Do you want another pass rusher? Is it another corner? What, what would you think would be the one piece that really can help push this defense to not even like a top 10, but just to another level from where they are now? Well, they need an interior big body that can get upfield. They need a disruptor. They need a Javon Hargrave. They need, need a one of those guys like that, a Cameron Hayward, we got to find somebody that can split and work with Grady Jarrett. Because if you look at the greatness of the Philadelphia Eagles, they got three or four guys that are game wreckers inside. If you look at some of these teams, you look at, uh, uh, let's just say, Kansas City Chiefs, they got multiple big bodies now. So the traditional way, Mark, that we've always had the edge guys are the main rushers, that new position inside that they're putting two big bodies together we need someone inside, not only that can stop the run, that can be a game wrecker. And this year is a little bit lean when it comes to interior guys, but we need some help up front. The Falcons have to continue to find whether it's a big edge guy, but I, we need a big guy inside that's playing next to Grady Jarrett that has the potential to be as good as Grady one day. The guys we have have no potential to be Grady. We got to draft someone that we're saying, you know what? He's got all pro potential 
And we don't have that right now. It's a great point. Fletcher Cox, Hargrave, Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's – but listen, that's why yeah. they're number one against takeaways, right? They're, they're the number yeah. one team in, in, in the NFL. You talk about – And sacks. And sacks. That, that's why the Eagles have the best record. And I, I totally agree with you on that, Chuck. It's Chuck Smith, guys. He joins us on Tuesdays and Fridays every week to talk football and talk Falcons, and we break things down. I want to ask you about uh, Bosa. He leads the league in sacks. <laughs> what is he? I think he's got 15 and a half. <laughs> Chuck, there's, yeah. three, there's three more weeks. Does he get to 20? Does he, does he get to 20? I think he can get to 20. I, I think you're talking about an animal. The Bosa <laughs> brothers are some beasts. I mean, I'm telling you, the Bosa brothers, and if you know anything about their daddy, you'll understand that, why there's some beef. He's a tough sucker, too. Nick Bosa is the MVP. And let me tell you why. Not just from the sacks, he is a neck shorter of offensive linemen on the run. He's dominant on the run. He's dominant as a pass rusher. He's a leader. Everything you get, get with that, I can't say enough about Nick Bosa. And it's pretty phenomenal to me when you look at Two brothers that were top three picks mm. that are potential Hall of Famers, and even the Watt brothers. Heck, heck J.J. Watt then had a resurgence in his career, but Nick Bosa is uh, something phenomenal. He's the MV- He's passed up Micah Parsons now on my list, Carl, that we had from a couple weeks ago as the MVP. Yeah, I- I'm with you. J.J. He's, Watt, by the way, the player of the year. nine and a half sacks, to I'm your sorry. point, right? He, he, yeah. and, and we know what, mm-hmm. what, what the other Watt is, means to Pittsburgh. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio yep. 92.9 The Game. We're talking to Chuck Smith, all things NFL, guys. Chuck, uh, I'll ask you to put your coach hat on now. Yeah, you talked about the okay. weapons that they don't have on offense. You know, we were discussing yesterday the evaluation of Desmond Ritter. You know, and the offensive game plan to me, well, as much as I expected to see that, Arthur Smith is very good at risk management. Like he's not going to put Ritter yeah. in situations where he can make a ton of mistakes. But part of me feels like, man, take the training wheels off. Like let the kid throw 25, 30 times because you can't evaluate what you don't see. You can't evaluate how good his handoff skills are. That doesn't help you. So at some point in time, over the next three games, do you feel like they have to just let him loose regardless of no weapons? At least you can evaluate the quality of the decision, the ability to read the defense, the quality of the throw, things of that nature to try to get some more information on what you exactly you have with Ritter. Well, you know what, Mark? I understand that feeling, but that's just not how this team is built. I heard y'all just talking about the Hawks with no identity. Well, the Falcons do have an identity, yeah. and that's running the ball. And that's just part of it. I think, I, don't, I think no matter who the quarterback is, I think this is still the game plan. Think about it like this. When we were in the heat, the true heat of the battle with the NFC South, with Marcus Mariota, this was the same thing they did. The only difference is Marcus was able to run the ball more. And now I'm not throwing it like that. Look, I'm going to try to run it. I'm going to take some shots. But when we had Kyle Pitts, we still didn't have a passing game. Kyle Pitts was not even a, basically not a part of the offense. So who do you go to, to London? He got a lot of targets this week, but he was like the only one. I'm not taking. I'm I'm going with my blueprint because the blueprint the Falcons have had, we haven't finished games. But when you go back, folks up in Flyer Brands going to be kicking themselves a little bit, and I'm talking about the players. I ain't talking about the organization. The players have left so much on the table. They should easily have eight wins right now and, and be in first place. So the, the blueprint for success from Arthur Smith is there. The players got to figure it out. Coaches can't play. Drake London, you got to secure the ball. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, who was that guy called our D lineman? He got hurt. 
Graham, Taekwon, yeah. you get the interception, sit you got to hold on to the ball. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, sit on it. So there are things where it's coming down to players. I mean, it's so much what DPs can do. They put, the, they put together a blueprint of success, and it has worked for the Falcons, whether we like it or not. But now it's time for the players to step up and make plays and make your coaches look right some. Three more weeks left, Chuck. We got a bunch of games Saturday. We'll look forward to talking with you on yep. Friday as we preview a bunch of games, including Falcons at Ravens. No Lamar. We Ooh. don't think Lamar is going to be playing. So He didn't practice today. At least he wasn't on the field for when practice started. Okay. So we don't think he'll play, but we'll keep an eye out on that. We'll be talking about the Ravens and uh, want to know what you think about them uh, now. With, okay. They got Roquan. I mean, that, that defense is a lot better than it was early in the season. Mm-hmm. And by the way, man, happy birthday, brother. I know your birthday's tomorrow. Happy birthday, enjoy, Thank celebrate, you, uh, and, and a big shout-out to you, all <laughs> Thank right? You. No doubt, man. Get us Thank out of here. You. I appreciate it. All right, guys, live life every day like it's third and eight. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thanks, Chuck. All right, Chuck Turner. I hope he gets a sack full of this. <laughs> See what I did there? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 